Hello and welcome to season two of the Coming Down to Earth with Spirit podcast with me, David Hale. Like with season one, we will continue talking about all things spiritual in a real and down to earth way. So I hope you can join me on my podcast journey so you can learn from my own spiritual journey and experiences with spirit in order to help you on your own spiritual journey and development. So join me now as we get into this episode. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to a brand new season of this podcast. As the intro said there, this is season two of the Coming Down to Earth with Spirit podcast. For those of you that have listened to season one, thank you so much. I really do appreciate it. And I hope you enjoy season two as much as you hopefully enjoyed season one. And if you are new to the podcast, you're all very welcome. And I hope that you do enjoy this podcast as well. And if you haven't listened to season one, you can go back and listen to it. You might find some interesting episodes there, interesting topics that we talked about. But season two also hopes to be just as interesting as season one was. So do stick around and I hope you, uh, again, hope you enjoy the content that's, that's coming. So season two, let's talk about season two quickly and what is season two uh, going to be about. So season two overall will hopefully be just as informative as season one was and maybe in a slightly different way. And what I mean by that is with season two, we're going to introduce um, some new series to to the podcast. So what I mean by that is in season one, we had two series. We had the Spiritual Impact series and the Listener Questions series. So for season two, the Listener Questions series, that will still continue because I think that's that that's a great way of keeping the, the podcast interactive because it, I'm answering questions that you, the public, are giving me to answer. And as you know, this this podcast is about is about being informative. It's about sharing my knowledge with you, so you can all learn something from it as well. And the best way to do that is for you to ask the questions that you want to know the answers to. And I already have a list of questions that have come in already for season two, which is great. So that series will continue. For season two, we're going to discontinue the Spiritual Impacts series and instead we're going to replace it with two new series. So firstly, these two new series are named after Janet Jack- a couple of Janet Jackson songs because I am a, a people don't know me or will not know that I'm a big Janet Jackson fan. I love Janet. I'm a big fan of Janet. And so I'm taking inspiration from her. She's currently on tour, which is why it's kind of fresh in my, kind of a, a fresh in my mind to do. I'm going to take a couple of, um, couple of titles from two of her songs and use them as, um, new series for season two. So the first one is going to be called The Knowledge. And the knowledge series is going to be used to talk about topics. So not necessarily answering your questions, but I'll be talking about different topics within the spiritual and mediumship field, whether it be reincarnation or the clear senses or the mechanics of mediumship. So it's still an informative uh, series. And so it'll just be me talking about certain topics I think we need to talk about or topics that you also bring to my attention that you want me to discuss. The other episode is called The Free Zone and The Free Zone is a series where we can talk about anything, anything that's 
kind of, I guess, related to, to mediumship and spirituality, but if there are any other topics that you'd like me to talk about, which is not necessarily in the vein of spirituality, we can use that series to talk about it as well, whether it be mental health or whether it be things about myself, you know, what have I learned? You might want to talk about some other things that are not necessarily spiritually related, but it's still, it's still kind of within the realm of wellness and and spirituality and that kind of thing so the free zone is another new series and also with season two i'm going to introduce some guided meditations so there are some guided meditations already on my youtube channel but i'm going to turn them into a podcast episode so they might be easily more easily accessible to to people rather than having to go into youtube and search for the video you can come straight to the podcast press play and you've got your guided meditation so that will be included in season two as well so i hope that sounds good and it's keeping your interest there what i thought i'd do with this intro episode is rather than keep it as a as a four minute introduction to season two i thought i'd also include um a bit about me because i had a question which I haven't really answered before. And it's just for you guys to get to know me a bit better. And the question has come from a lovely lady called Rachel. And the question is, outside of mediumship, what are your hobbies and interests? So I thought I would talk about this within this introduction episode, just to kind of reintroduce myself to you guys and let you know about, you know, what other things am I interested in? Just so you can gain an idea about who I am, what I like, and get to get to know me a bit better. So... You've heard me talk about Janet Jackson already. So I'm a big Janet Jackson fan. I've been uh, following her work for a number of years. I've got all her CDs. Yes, I still have a CD collection. Um, I've seen her in concert. I've got her (laughs) T-shirts. I've got um, tour programs. I watch on YouTube regularly. And she's currently on tour as well. So I've been watching those those tour clips. I used to learn her dance routines. Um, So yeah, so I'm a big Janet fan without sounding like a bit of a stalker. Um, but no, I just, I love her music, the, the, the lyrics that go with it, her presence, her stage presence, her performance, the choreography, and just one of those artists, which I really enjoy and that has inspired me in, in, in different ways. But I think music in general is a big thing for me. And I think music for a lot of people is inspiring and it helps people through certain situations. Uh, and music for me, I mean, I listen to music every single day, whether I'm in the car, at home or at the gym. And I've been listening to music, you know, since I was a very, very small child. It's always been part of my life, whether it be played by my dad in the house or in the car or by my stepdad in the house or in the car. So music's always been part of my life. And I've got photographs of me as a kid sat on the sofa with my headphones on and the old cassette deck. Um, yeah, the old like cassette players the cassette deck that I'm listening to my music on as well so it's always been a big part of me music and uh, and with music comes dance as well so I enjoy dancing I don't do it so much anymore I'm, I'm, actually I don't do it at all unless it's in the comfort of um of of, of my house <laughs> um but now I've been up and dancing since I could walk really there are pictures of me on the dance floor at a holiday camp and I think from what I've been told I won a little prize I was only about two but I won a little prize for the best dancer as well and uh, as I got a bit older I got into street dancing so I joined a couple of um, street dance troops and we did some showcasing with street dance as well so that gives you a bit of an idea of um, the kind of music I'm into I'm very much into R&B, hip-hop, soul, funk 
hip hop jazz crossover so all that kind of that, all that style of music because um, I don't I've got because I can dance I've got the rhythm you see and R&B for me has that has that rhythm and that melody that you can really um, that you can really dance to which does surprise some people because a lot of people think that I'm dancing around my handbag to Lady Gaga Cher and Dolly Parton <laughs> which I'm not and that's not being disrespectful to those ladies they're very talented talented artists in their own right but it's just not my cup of tea um, what else gymnastics well not so much anymore but it was a big um, hobby of mine uh, when I was a lot younger so I was a competitive gymnast as a kid I've got 17 about 17 medals which are in a food bag in a box in a wardrobe at home somewhere (laughs) and then by the age of 14 I won the national championships with my partner so it was in um, the category of sports acrobatics so it's myself and a partner and we won national championships and then shortly after that I gave gymnastics up and it's one of those things that I wished I'd have continued for a little bit longer Um, I don't regret giving up when I did but I really enjoyed that sport and I wasn't a sporty person you just got to look at my eyebrows to tell but yeah it's it's, I, I, I was really good at it and I enjoyed it but, you know, hey-ho, life puts you on a certain path at different times of your life. And and so I obviously went down a different path. But um, no, I, if gymnastics is on the TV or something, I'll, I'll try and watch it. Or I'll, I might see clips on YouTube. I just love the skill um, and the abilities that that people have with gymnastics. It's, it's a great sport, actually. It's a great sport to watch. Even though, even though people took the mickey out of me for doing it, um, I still I, I got on with it. And I, I won my medals and my... And my and my trophy, and um and yeah no it was a, it was a great sport to be a part of. So although not being a a, a sporty person really, um I do like to keep fit. I'm quite health conscious. I'm quite conscious about what I eat. Obviously, we go through those t- those times where you know we can't be bothered with the diet, so we eat what we want. Um, but no, in general, I tend to keep quite try and keep myself quite fit and quite healthy. I've been working out for a long time, but I only took it seriously in my when I actually when I hit thirty, and I start you know you start seeing changes within within the body. I didn't like my physique. I've never liked my physique <laughs> anyway. So at thirty, I decided to do something about it, and I got myself pretty fit. And then as you get into your forties, like I am now, you start to see certain parts of the body drop. <laughs> so currently, I'm trying to keep my backside above the back of my knees. And you do notice those changes. And yes, to some people, 40 is not old. And 40 is not old. But you do start to see changes in the body. And so you try to do as much as you can to keep yourself fit and healthy. And for me, it's not from a a vain perspective. But, you know, it's... For me, you know, you know the family history, there's heart disease in my family. So you've, and you've got to try and keep the heart healthy. And that comes with diet and not just exercise. When you've got to do both together. But, um, yeah, the older I've got, the more I find it's more important to try and keep myself in some kind of some, some kind of shape as well. But then again, it's not just about your physical your physical health. It's also about your mental health as well. Well, for me, it is anyway. I know I always feel better about myself and I feel good after a after workout as well. And I know if I've gone too long without working out, I do feel a bit, ugh. You know, we have that. We feel a bit like we're in a bit of a lull. We feel a bit like, ugh, not, not like lethargic and not very, very energetic. So when I've done a workout, I always feel a bit better. So it's good for the mind as well. Uh, what else? Uh, travel. I do like to travel. 
And uh, with uh, I've, I've travelled a lot previously with uh, with the previous job that I had. I got to live in France for to live and work in France for six months, and um, I travelled with that with that job. I also travelled to our European offices to 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 work there as well. Um, but yeah, you know, it's it's always good to see different parts of the world or, or just different parts of the country that you're in. You know, we just, we do like to get on a plane and go abroad, and I very much do as well. But there's also different parts of your country which are are beautiful. There's parts of the UK which are beautiful, and I've still, there's still a lot more of it for me to explore, a lot more of the world for me to explore. So I do like to to travel as well. In Thailand, I have to say, was one um, was one of my favourite destinations. It was a it was a a birthday trip that my other half surprised me with. He didn't tell me he was booking it. He organised everything. Got my mum and my sister to come as well without me even knowing. And that's for my 37th birthday, so a few years ago. Um, but yeah, Thailand is, was a great place to um, a great place to visit. Beautiful weather. The people were gorgeous. I love the I love Thai food anyway. Um, but yeah, a, a great place to a great place to to visit. Um, so along with travel, I, I do like language. I like, you know, I, one, if there's one thing I really wish, I wish I was bilingual. I'd love to be able to speak another language fluently. And, you know, if I look back at my own past with, with language, at school I was very, very good at German. I did German and French for a, for a few years until I dropped French. I never really got on with French. I didn't like it, didn't, didn't understand it. So eventually I, I dropped the French language, but I continued with German. And actually when I left school, the highest grade I got was in German. <laughs> so I was very good at it. And my my stepmother is, is half German. And I remember when um, she got married to my dad, her grandparents who were German uh, came over and they didn't speak a word of English, but I was able to have a conversation with them in German. But language is one of those things where if you don't use it, you lose it. And so when I left school, I never spoke it. I spoke it at school because you're in German class, right? The teacher would speak to you in German, so you had no choice but to speak German. I went to Germany twice with the school on a school exchange and stayed with the German family. Uh, and so again, you, you speak you speak German, so the language is constantly being used. But again, if it's one of those things, if you don't use it, if you don't use it, you lose it. Same with Spanish. You know, I was learning Spanish for a long time. And I was quite good at Spanish, but I couldn't have a, I can't have a conversation in it, but I can understand some things they say. I can read it and understand a lot of the words. But, um, again, when you stop studying it or you stop using it, is you kind of lose it. I guess if you go back into the language and start restudying them, then you'll, you'll pick it up again. But also, if you're not in the country where they speak the language, it's difficult to, to keep the language up unless you know a load of Spanish speakers. Do you know what I mean? So, but Spanish, um, I've always been drawn to, to, to the Spanish language. I've been to Gran Canaria, um, God knows how many times. And we try to, me and my other half, we both of us actually, we try to speak a little bit of Spanish whilst we're there. Even if it's just to say thank you or yes or no or whatever it might be. Um, we try to do that. Um, and going back to French, when I, um, was asked to live and work in France for six months with a previous job, uh, company that I worked for, I made the attempt to try and relearn French again. Although I wasn't a fan of the language at school and I didn't quite get it, I decided that, you know, if I'm living in this country for six months 
and the French are very patriotic about their language, right? They, you can, even if you go into a shop and they know you, you're English, they won't attempt to speak English back to you. They will try and make you speak French. And when I moved to, to France in 2013 for six months, I didn't speak, I, obviously I knew, you know, yes or no and some of the numbers and whatever, but I, you know, again, I, I, I'd forgotten a lot of it from school, but I did learn a lot of French in the six months I was there. I did speak a little bit of it to um, the people I was working with because they were French as well. And so I was getting really good at it. But then when I came back from France after the six month period, I stopped speaking it. And again, you then lose it. So, you know, if you ask me now to have a conversation in French, I couldn't do it. However, I think I can still do like speak the numbers and a few basic things actually in all the languages so I can count to, I can I can count in three languages and the days of the week in three languages and those kind of things but have a conversation in those languages ain't got a chance and then finally I'm trying to learn Polish because my other half is Polish and obviously he speaks English so he is bilingual but yeah we've been together five years and uh, five years today actually oh it's my anniversary today um been together five years today and I still barely speak any Polish <laughs> um uh, you know, Polish is, is a very difficult language. I've got to say, obviously, to a Polish person, it's not difficult. My other half says to me, I know it's not difficult. I say, yes, it is. How do you pronounce a word which has one vowel in it? <laughs> or, how you know, the number three itself is spelt T-R-Z-Y. I'm like, how the hell would you pronounce a word with no vowel at all? Um, so I'm trying to study it bit by bit. I can count to 10 in Polish, but I won't do it now. But yeah, but language is just something that interests me. I like going to a different country and hearing them speak the language. So yeah, anyway, language is another interesting hobby of mine. What else? Um, oh, ancestry, genealogy. That's one of my big hobbies, big interests. I've been doing the family tree for the past 14 years. And I've found out lots and lots and lots of information, but... No, the records are updated all the time. So even 14 years later, I'm still finding new things out about people in the family. But it just interests me. I'm quite nosy, actually, when it comes to that kind of thing, because, you know, I'm not afraid of what I'd find out. You know, I guess in some families, there might be, you know, some either, you know, some saucy things going on, which, you know, people don't want you to find out about. But hey, um, you know, you can't change what happened in the past. I'm not responsible for what family members did in the past or whatever. You can't change it. But it's interesting because you, I like to know where I come from. And you hear so many stories in your lifetime about, you know, your grandfather told, told me this or that you know, mum would say to me, like, your granddad um, think, you know, thinks his grandmother was from Spain. And I found out she wasn't from, she wasn't from Spain at all. Um, and you hear other stories in the family, which I've actually, I've, I've, demystified a lot of things that I found out as well and it's like in families you get those like it's like Chinese whispers that story is handed down and that story is handed down and while it's handed down it's changed and then it changes again once it's handed down so with um, the research that you do you do find out you know either some you can either validate some things or you find out some things were a complete fabrication and that's what I quite like actually I think you know I'd encourage anyone to do their family tree um, but you have to have that kind of investigative um part of you because it is a lot of things is you know when you, when you look at things it, a lot of it is by process of elimination as well so it does take a lot of patience i've got to say a lot of time a lot of in, a lot of investment into it as well 
But yeah, if you are someone who likes to do a bit of investigating and a bit of detective work, which I quite, I do quite enjoy that. Um, and then, you know, whatever you find out, you can share with your own loved ones because, you know, my, my own parents didn't know very much about their grandparents or great grandparents. You know, so my grandparents on both sides didn't really talk about their, their families for whatever reason. So, you know, when you start digging into things, you can really find out certain things that um, the family didn't know. So then you get to share that that knowledge, that family history with your, you know, with your close ones as well. So it's all very interesting. It's all very interesting. I feel that's probably about it for for my interests. I hope you found it interesting and just get to know me a little bit better about what I like, what I'm into, what I what I enjoy apart from the the spiritual stuff. But there you go. So thanks for listening and I'll speak to you all again very soon. Well, there you have it. That's the end of this episode. I hope you enjoyed what you heard and you found it interesting. There are plenty more episodes to come, so stay tuned and I'll speak to you all soon. Hello and welcome to season two of the Coming Down to Earth with Spirit podcast with me, David Hale. Like with season one, we will continue talking about all things spiritual in a real and down to earth way. So I hope you can join me on my podcast journey so you can learn from my own spiritual journey and experiences with spirit in order to help you on your own spiritual journey and development. So join me now as we get into this episode. Hello everybody and welcome to another Listener Questions episode. Thanks for joining. And in today's episode, we have a question from Joanne who asks, can your emotions make a person's transition harder for them if you're with them at the time of passing? So actually I'm going to split this question into two. So I'm going to talk about the person's transition physically whilst you're there with them and then their transition once they've passed over to the world of spirit. But that might make more sense when I go into more details about that. So as always, I'll only go for my own personal experience and knowledge with this and give my take on it. Now, I feel like this is a question where you'll get different answers from different mediums you speak to. And I know that some mediums will say yes to this based on stories that I've heard from clients of mine that have gone to other mediums before and have told been told certain things my personal view on that joanne is no because my belief is that a, a, a person will transition on their terms and i think that as much as we want to keep our family here our friends here it's not up to us when someone passes but the grief process is a natural part of when someone passes so with that said I don't feel that our our natural grief will make it harder for anyone to pass because my belief is when someone's time is up it's up and when they're meant to go they're meant to go sometimes they'll pass with you in the room with them and I think a lot of people know that you can leave the room for two minutes go and get a cup of tea and then they pass (laughs) when no one's with them because the spirit is that the person the soul is leaving it's transitioning on their terms not on not on our terms so I don't believe that our emotions can make a person's transition harder 
physically, yes, they don't necessarily want to leave us, but subconsciously, the soul of that person knows when it is time when it is time to go, and again, therefore, it will leave us. It being the soul or the spirit, whatever you want to call it, will transition on their terms when they are when they are ready, whether we don't want them to go or not. Right, whether we want them to go or not. And, you know, I've been in that situation. I was with my stepfather when he passed. I was there. My mum was there. My stepbrother was there. And, of course, it was not a nice thing to see. And, yes, we were emotional. However, that was his time to go. He'd been through so much through the illnesses that he had that that was his time to go. Whether we were there sobbing, crying or not, it was his time to transition and to be at peace and that's ultimately what we should want for our loved ones is for them to be at peace so yeah so my answer is 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 no to that okay that's just my view and my opinion my opinion on that now if I come to the second part of of what I want to talk about here is when the person has transitioned and I'm bringing this up because the example that pops in my head is I had a a lady come to me who had been to see another medium and she'd come to me distraught and quite upset because the medium had told, I don't know know who the medium was, so I I, know, I I really don't know, I wasn't told the information, I don't really want to know. But the lady said to me that um, she's gone to this medium and the medium had brought through her father, right, and her, her father had passed to spirit. And the medium decided to tell this lady that her grief for her father's passing had stopped him from transitioning to spirit, as in he's stuck somewhere and hasn't gone through to the light because her grief is keeping him back. Now, many of you listening to this are probably gasping at what I've just said, but that is a true story. And in my view and my opinion, obviously I can't talk about the medium, I don't know who they were, I don't know how they picked up the information, but in my opinion, that's utter rubbish because grief is a natural thing that we do when someone passes. Whether you cry, whether you don't, it doesn't matter what the grieving process is like for you, grief is natural. And based on what that medium told that woman, if that's the case, then none of our family members will ever go to spirit because some of us will grieve for our family members for the rest of our living lives and so if that's the case until you die your family member who's passed over is going to be stuck somewhere that makes no sense whatsoever (laughs) because the spirit world is where your family are destined to go and where you're destined to go when you transition And it's things like that which really drive me mad because it's just, from my opinion, it's just not true. Your grief is your grief and you are going to grieve, but it's not going to keep your loved one back from transitioning to the spirit world, going through to the light, because that is where they're meant to go. They're going to go back to a place of peace where there is no pain, there's no suffering, there's no discomfort, there's just love. So know what mediums like that so where they get that from I really don't know I really don't know it does drive me a bit mad because the one those of us that do this work for the best of intentions we're the ones that have to undo well not necessarily undo but try and make people feel better about what's been said to them before those horrendous things that have been said to them and of course these people feel left are left feeling guilty this poor woman 
you know, who was grieving for her father, um, she was left feeling really guilty and upset because she she was told that her grief was basically wrong and that it stops people from your loved one from passing over to the spirit world. No, it doesn't. Utter, utter nonsense. So anyway, that's just my take on it. Joanne and anyone else listening that had had that question in mind as well. But no, I say your grief is natural. Your grief is normal. Just be good to yourself. Whilst that's all I always say this. If you're going to grieve or when you grieve, just be good to yourself when you're doing it. So look after yourself because some people may go off the rails. They may turn to drink or cigarettes or not eating properly, not sleeping or whatever. And those things are not good for us. So when you are grieving, make sure you are good to yourself so you can have that strength to get through the next the next phase of your journey with it all right thank you very much for the question joanne thank you all for listening and i'll speak to you all soon well there you have it that's the end of this episode i hope you enjoyed what you heard and you found it interesting there are plenty more episodes to come so stay tuned and i'll speak to you all soon